welcome to another episode of the Crossroads Connection podcast. And today I'm going to be joined by a special guest from the Freedom Connection Recovery Center here in Sullivan. So listen in to my interview with Joyce Cox and, and learn what all wonderful things that those folks are doing at the Freedom Connection Recovery Center and how you can get involved. Well, I am here today with Joyce Cox, and Joyce is from the Freedom Connection Recovery Center. Mm -hmm. So Joyce, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, and um, Kurt and I had the privilege of coming when you first opened. Yes. And we took a tour of your facility, and we talked about ways that the different churches can get involved, but I really wanted her to come on the podcast and just talk about what your facility is and how people can get involved. So Ooh, that's my pleasure. Yes. For being here. So tell us a little bit about the recovery center. Well, our history goes back um, when Pastor Tim Luking was here. Oh wow! And I didn't realize Tim, that. Tim planted a seed um, uh, regarding indigent clinics. Okay. Uh, for Darren Sissel and I to maybe think about that. Yes, and Darren's well, a pharmacist, if, yes, you, if you don't know. And we have not forgotten it, but uh, fortunately, I've been able to take the reins and run. So, so you so attend the Christian church? Yes. Okay, and that's yes. how you got hooked up with Pastor Tim? With Pastor Tim, that's right. Great. Um, our uh, 501c3 is a nonprofit faith-based uh, facility. Um, we applied uh, in March of 22, and on April 4th, less than a month, we wow. were approved. Wow, that's, is that fast? That's fast. Okay, it seems fast, fast to me. So the government knows the need for mm. recovery hubs. Um, my vision, uh, as we first started, um, was to offer a combination of recovery services, uh, medication-assisted uh, treatment, and then primary care for acute situations, and then leading into um, finding a primary care provider for an individual that needed one. Um, back in September uh-huh. of 2021, um, I was um, involved in the uh, In Arms, which was an online um, opioid symposium out of Indianapolis. And I had been thinking along these lines, and I listened to one of the speakers who described the exact facility that I wanted. You're like, aha, that's it. (laughs) Yes, Brittany Stout was my go-to. She's a nurse practitioner in Paoli, West Baden area. Okay. And they had a recovery center, and she also, in her own private practice, ran uh, Matt or a medication-assisted treatment clinic. Wow. So it was exactly what God had envisioned for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, Greg and I um, traveled to West Baden and spoke with uh, Brittany and got some ideas. Um, In the meantime, I'd reached out because I didn't know anything about what I was getting into. Sure. So I reached out to Rural Health... um, Clinic Network for Indiana, and then the Indiana Rural Health Association, um, and basically did not get anywhere because those are mostly medical clinics. 
Um, so we were talking behavioral side plus a component of a medical side and trying to combine those two was um, a special entity. Okay. So we were running into some difficulty. I reached out to Ashley Kilpatrick. She um, is um, the contact for uh, Sullivan County Community Hospital, the ACO clinics, okay. and asked um, uh, Ashley if this was something that um, uh, the ACO Foundation might be interested in uh, helping us with. And she um, took that to her uh, advisory board. Mm -hmm. um, needless to say, they were not able to help us. But, um, um, you know, I was learning more and more as I went along. Oh, I'm sure. I also envisioned um, using the old hospital as a facility. It would have been perfect yes. office space. It really would have been. for uh, emergency housing, uh, the cafeteria, the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, lots of rooms. Lots of rooms. And um, so that was, that was an envision um, also that um, I wanted to investigate. Mm -hmm. Learned that Dr. Lim, who I'd worked with at Regional, um, was not quite ready to retire yet from his surgery center. Sure. And uh, so I uh, scheduled sev several attempts with his uh, office manager to see if we could rent out space. Mm -hmm. And that never did come to fruition. Oh, so, I hate that. Maybe um, in the future. But he knows. He, he knows. knows. Isn't, so we'll pray about that. That's right. <laughs> He's a nice man. That we'll pray about that. That would be perfect, a perfect facility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God doesn't dream, he doesn't dream small. Small. No, he does not. And so that vision was way over the top. But Maybe it was a little too much somewhere. in the beginning, That's but right. that could be a vision for the future. Exactly. Um, in um, November of 21, we reached out to Indiana Recovery Network per Zoom meeting. Um, they uh, sponsor uh, rural community organizations, which are state-known, and they're state-sponsored. Okay. Um, and then also nationally recognized. Uh, these organizations uh, require a board of directors that are over 50% recoveries. Oh. So why wouldn't you? Yes. Why wouldn't you? The experience is there. And they walk that path. They can help us with making the decision making. Sure. So we do have a board with over 50% uh, recoveries, and um, we're very, very proud of them. That's very good. We connected um, in December with uh, the local coordinating council um, and got plugged in there. Uh, the local uh, coordinating council um, overviews several of the um, uh, practices or organizations that we have available, and um, so you know that was that was very helpful to yes. see what partners we could make. Um, we started trainings starting the year January 2022. I took the medication-assisted uh, training. It's a 24-hour training. It wow. sounds simple enough, which took me several months. Oh, I'm sure. 24 complete. hours, yes, it's a whole day, but yeah, yeah but no. not in a training scenario. Exactly. I can and see working that. 40 hours a week. Oh, so my goodness. It, Joyce, that's it a took lot. Me, it took me some months. Sure. Um, I also shadowed with Dr. Sally Bodensteiner. She is a general practitioner in 
uh, Vincennes, who also offers mat. Um, Very good. So I did that the end of December uh, 2021 uh, over my Christmas break. So um, <laughs> you took you know, some vacation to work we, some more. <laughs> we do what we got to do. Yeah. I spoke with uh, Judge Hunt uh, in December of 21 to see what he thought we needed and how we can help. Who better to ask? That's so, I mean, I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's right. a great. Right. Who better than he sees what comes through legally? Exactly. And he, honestly, he steered us to probation. And they have been more than helpful in, in guiding. They actually use our resources right now. That's wonderful. Um, in January, I spoke to Ben Springer about liability insurance. And then we talked, we sat down um, at a round table with probation staff, um, finished our, the MAT training. Um, and then in March, now keep in mind, we've been busy constantly oh, yeah um, we've got two uh, certified now peer recovery coaches which took us over uh, probably oh, six months sure. to get done because we had to wait until a course became available mm -hmm. so we have two Lacey Bond uh, is a peer recovery coach love Lacey uh, Mark Neal um, is a peer recovery coach certified. Both I don't certified. think I know him, but very Mark good. Mark directs uh, Celebrate Recovery at oh, Westside yes. Church. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Yes. So Wonderful, he, yes. He is, he's awesome, too. Very good. Um, we've been, done site visits um, at the Wabash Valley Recovery Center in Terre Haute, as well as the Indiana Recovery Network in Indianapolis. Um, you guys have been busy. We've been very busy, but we didn't we didn't start any specific trainings until we knew we were credible. All of the trainings and courses that we offer are um, um, all research-based. Okay. And so they're, they're all uh, credible courses and reliable um, as far as what we're offering to individuals wow. and their families. So these are courses that someone who's struggling with drug use can come in and start taking? Yes. Okay. They can walk in our doors. And you are located where? Tell everybody we where. We are at 1130 North Section Street. It's on the north end of the Pace Building. Yes. If everybody, partnering with Pace has been wonderful because right. the services they offer for indigent male and female go we go hand in hand oh that's so, so nice it's been it's been a great uh partnership uh-huh um we i also did some training at sycamore pain and wellness they also do medication assisted treatment and have uh psychiatric services available mm. and um very important yes then um the united way campaign with that was when we were first introduced um at that at that United Way campaign at Sweet Peas. Oh, okay. So um, after that, in April, we also visited the Ruth House. So we started making our mm. partnerships early as we went. Um, in June, uh, we are uh, presented FCRC organization um, to the um, our protocol and and our plan to the commissioners. Um, and then requesting some support through there. Unfortunately, that has not panned out, but um, we are not giving up hope. 
Good. Um, sometimes um, we know the money's there. Sometimes when you get set in a certain path, it's hard to vary off that path mm-hmm. until you show your credibility. Sure. So we Earn understand. Some trust there. Yes, we understand that how that works. Um, we uh, in June of 2022, we established our website, which is fcrcsullivan.org, and we have our. Um, uh, board members listed Very and we good. have our classes and courses as it stands right now uh, on the calendar oh that's a good that's a good mm-hmm. resource then so mm-hmm. the website yep very good and then we also have a facebook page okay with the same um we um uh elected lacy bond in july as our director <clears throat> so i'm hopeful that maybe you might be able to find a time to have lacy back Yes. And talk a little love bit to. more about what we offer as far as the training. Yes, that'd be wonderful. I'll, she's we'll, get, we'll get her on here. Yes. Um, she's awesome. She is. Um, in August, we offered our first candlelight service uh, in honor of our overdose death um, individuals in Sullivan County. Mm-hmm. And we probably had around 50 people show up for the candlelight service. I was very, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, very encouraged by that. Uh-huh. Um, we've attended the local community festivals, um, starting with Hymera Seafood Festival. We didn't get our act together in time for the Shelburne Old Fashioned Days. Well, we you hope- were busy. Yes, we were. <laughs> we'll give you a little break there. That's right. Sullivan Coal, uh, Corn Festival and then Duggar Coal Festival. Um, in um, June, nope, September as well. Um, I went to northern Michigan up into the northern peninsula for training for um, auricular acupuncture. Oh, wow. An adjunct to methamphetamine and anxiety depression. That's been around for thousands of years. Absolutely. We were just talking about acupuncture this morning. Yes, and that's one of the things I do. And I did not know that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just into you're a jack of all trades, Joyce. Things that I know that everybody can't see it, but that's my ear. Oh, that's fantastic. There's five points, and I have to say I was a little bit skeptical. Yeah, were you a little bit? Were you a little afraid? (laughs) I, I wasn't afraid, but I'm thinking, oh my, you know, I wish I believed more, you know. But after the needling. They needle both ears, uh-huh. and then you just chill for 30 minutes uh-huh. with soft music. And we even had, this was in the middle of three tribal uh, regions up in northern peninsula, uh-huh. as well as the oriental aspect. We had tribal aspect. Oh, and that's it was, so cool. It was so amazing. And but you felt amazing I after? Did. I did. It was like I wanted to uh, just yeah. like drop. I just dropped all anxiety. Yes. And it is called AccuDetox, and I do do that at the clinic. A lot of times I'll do that be prior to one of the sessions. Okay. It does make make a difference. I mean, it sure does. Yeah. um, If and when we get our um, medication-assisted treatment, I hope to incorporate that as part of the Mm -hmm. adjunct Mm -hmm. uh, for the treatment. That's wonderful. Um, We also, in November, we did, um, we held a a community forum at the um, uh, Civic Center, and I am so honored to say the city donated that 
um, evening to us free. Oh, that's very nice. We had speakers, Doug Huntsinger, he's the executive director of on drug prevention, treatment, um, and enforcement for Governor Holcomb. Oh, he wow. was in person speaking. Um, Justin Phillips is the CEO of Overdose Lifeline. Justin and I go back to 2015. She she um, attended per Zoom, uh -huh. and then the um, the uh, medical um, collaborative that I was hoping to um, partner with for the medication assisted treatment also um, part uh, attended per Zoom. So that wow. was our that That's was a great opportunity. Our opportunity to reach out to like the county officials. Um, we've reached out to all the town marshals to see how what can we do. Yes, what do where's need? the need? Yes, Matt Price is a go getter. Let me tell you, he was at our first board meeting, uh -huh. saying, "This is what I need. How can you help me?" That was back in 2021 or January 2022. We didn't even know what we needed then. Sure. So we'll, Matt we'll get there. But he yeah. gave you ideas of he, what was needed. That's exactly right. And he didn't wait around. He jumped on and he got what he needed. That tells me awesome. there must be a great need then for things. There are the what was the, know, the what was the big what what are the big needs? The big needs are to try to keep first offenders out of jail. Okay. Why put them in jail when it's a it's a, a menial, sure. you know, offense. Get him um, some help. Get, yes. Put, a, put him on the, back on the right path. Exactly. So he's he's just all, he's about forgiveness when they're, when it's possible. Mm, and, I like that. Yeah. And, you know, we could contract with any of the town officials to um, have, you know, an individual, first-time offender, come to the um, our center and do... A class or, or a some kind of class training? for what four to six months? Wow, make that's them think what, about it. Yeah, that's great. So um, you know, we got all kinds of ideas, Erica. That's, I mean, it's just all kinds of ideas. It's so exciting. It's, it's it's exciting to think about you're filling a void that wasn't available. Exactly, first time facility. Our facility was first the first of its on, kind. Yes, and that's exactly why we did it. Yeah, because. People that are suffering, you know, incarceration don't have, they don't have. Right. Yeah. Um, they don't have the means to get to treatment or counseling outside of Sullivan County. Right. So they were really struggling. Um, mental health with um, uh, underlying uh, mental health situations on top of drug use is, is not a good combination. And are you seeing just lots of that? Give us, do you have any like stats on our county? Like what are we looking just, at? As just far some as, minimal stats. 16.2%. Um, yes. This comes from the U.S. Census Bureau Quick Facts. Yes. 16.2% um, uh, of people living in Sullivan County live in poverty oh. with a median household income of 49000 $393, which is hardly anything. Hard to live on. High school diploma, uh, age 25 and above, is at 87.4%. That's uh, between 17 and 21 mm -hmm. uh, years. 
and then bachelor's degree at 25 years and older is 12.6 so it declines yeah uh, persons without health insurance under 65 are 8.4 percent that's that's major mm. um, of course our stakeholders in the county would be um, uh, social services uh, the hospital um, the mental health and behavioral health clinics uh, those suffering from SUD, um, families, community, employers. We need to get these people back to work. Absolutely. And we need employers that are understanding. Um, churches, the justice system. So those are just a few of what we, what we are considering in what we offer. Sure. Now, now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, there clearly is a need in Sullivan County and I want to help Joyce and the people at the Freedom Connection Recovery Center, what can, what, what can people do? Obviously, we can pray for you. We've had a couple of, though, um, um, so just gatherings uh-huh. that we've uh, had fundraiser. We've not really done that much. Um, with a 501c3, in order to get a grant, you have to show sustainable income which was going to be the medication-assisted training mm-hmm. uh, or treatment for me. That would pay our rent and our utilities. That didn't pan out for um, reasons that um, I couldn't yeah. defer. Out of your control. Um, so um, I'm having to pay and then out of pocket whatever uh, our fundraising does not that, allow. So yes, we need, need some, monetary assistance. Yeah. That's kind of why we reached out to the area churches sure. because, I mean, there's a lot of ministries. What better ministry than oh to goodness, yes. minister to your own local individuals in need? Absolutely. That's very true. So if you're listening, you're thinking, I'd like to donate to the center Please drop uh, money in a basket on a Sunday morning and write uh, Freedom Connection, Recovery Center, Joyce Cox, um, any of that would get it to the right right person and we yes. can get it to her. Or stop by her office. Um, that would be another way. Definitely check their Facebook page and website for yeah. fundraisers. And we'll try to, obviously through Crossroads, we'll try to get those words out when you do upcoming fundraisers that's great so people can get involved we are at the center um fcrc on monday wednesday and fridays okay that's great uh, information from 10 to 2 uh either lacy or mark will be there okay and then we also have an open forum meeting anybody can come on wednesday nights okay. at six very good. And then Friday nights are uh, NAAA. And then Wednesday night would be our baseline meeting. If you have a need and you don't know what that is or you don't know where to go to get it, come to that meeting and Lacey uh, will meet with you individually. Great. Yes, that's a great point. If you're listening and you think, I have a neighbor, I have a family member, I have a loved one that could really use services. Right. And you have a lot of services that we were talking privately. There's a lot of services for people. Yes, we want you to recover. We want you to get clean and stay clean. But if that's a struggle for you and you just need some help in that, please go see Joyce and Lacey and and, uh, her staff because there's a big need out there. Just 
Yeah. Keeping there people is. alive, which breaks my heart. We offer harm reduction, which is for active users. And I know that kind of rubs people the wrong way. But if you stop and think about the number of deaths um, that are happening right now, mm-hmm. harm reduction keeps people alive long enough to make that decision to enter recovery. Absolutely. And that is so vital. Um, we can't just throw people away. The Bible doesn't teach that. No. We are to love unconditionally. That's right. And that's what we t- are trying to do at our at our hub. We do want the churches, and we've mentioned this, to maybe start um, uh, volunteering for a month mm-hmm. and maybe having a weekly or bi-weekly message Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of uh, Sunday school or some kind of Bible message. study. Or- yes, sure. yes. Because a lot of people, are they don't feel uh, secure enough in themselves mm-hmm. to go to church right now for the stigma. Sure. Um, and so at least we can offer that to them. Mm-hmm. We also want to offer that online as well. Very good. So we're working on that. Very good. Lots of exciting things coming. And and I think you've got a lot. You've worked extremely hard to get this far. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, look how far you could go. Yes. yes. And so we just ask that you pray for Joyce and the people yeah. at the Recovery Center that I hope all your dreams. You've been working for years and years. Yeah. So I hope and, and the Lord will see all this through. He didn't give, the, give me that vision for nothing. No, he sure didn't. <laughs> He's so faithful. And so I just, I thank you for coming today and being on the podcast. And and I just, I'm excited for what's going to come for your, your efforts. Hands and feet of Jesus right mm-hmm. here, Joyce, is what I see. So thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I appreciate it. Well, I want to thank Joyce Cox for being here today with us. And um, if you would like to get some information on the Recovery Center, we will have some um, pass outs or some flyers in the hospitality room on our connections desk. And um, I've got their contact information. And I would love to see our congregation be praying for them and getting involved in any way they can. So I just want to say thanks to Joyce for coming on the podcast today. Makes me think of a verse in Revelations 2-2. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. So I just thank for all, thank you, Joyce, for all your hard work and making sure that Sullivan County has a recovery center and all the people and the volunteers that she's got down there. We just we appreciate that so much. A couple things going on around Crossroads. We will not have Euchre this week. Um, this would be our monthly Euchre night. Um, coming up this Friday, we're going to cancel that this week with it being a holiday weekend. We want people to be able to go out of town, enjoy their families, and we'll pick that back up next month. I also want to encourage everyone to get involved in Journey 101. If you've been thinking or you listened to Pastor Brian talk a little about that on Sunday, um, if you'd like to join Journey 101 on June 4th, 11th, and 18th, Please put your name on a card on Sunday um, at your table or along the balcony. And and if not, just come June 4th, um, the second floor classroom. That's where that class is going to take place. It will be a blessing for sure. If you want to know more about Crossroads, you want to know about feeling like you belong to Crossroads. Journey 101 is really it's kind of taken the place of our membership class, but it will give you such a sense of belonging It'll teach you how to connect, to grow, and to serve here in our church. But it'll also 
help you meet Jesus if you just have more questions about that. So I encourage you to come and join us on June 4th for Journey 101. And baby dedications coming up June 11th. So if you know someone who has a baby or you'd like to dedicate your baby, please just send a picture of that sweet baby and your name, baby's name, and the birth date to office at crossroads98.com. We're going to put that together and we're going to dedicate the babies on the 11th during our second service at our 1030 service. Let's, I just want to leave you today with a prayer. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for my time with Joyce. And I just pray for that recovery center, Lord. Just give them the tools they need. Open opportunities, Lord, that makes their jobs even easier for people to get help. I thank you so much for willing folks that do so many wonderful things behind the scenes that that we don't even know about. So I just, I pray for the volunteers that help there. And I just thank you so much for this congregation, this church. I pray that you'll bless us in all that we do. Let us glorify you, Lord, and in every step of the way. Be with our pastor search committee as we start to think about more and more about who our next pastor will be. I just thank you for their willingness, Lord, to put that work in. I just ask that you'll Bless this congregation. Bless all that are listening today, Lord, and just um, protect us. Keep us safe. Let us always do your will, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. Well, thanks, guys, for listening again today, and I sure hope I'll see you on Sunday. Mm